With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, everybody? This episode 67 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host today. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. I love the energy. I absolutely love the energy. Nice. We have a co-host today. He has just as much energy as Miracle. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello, my name is Meryl Streep. Academy <laughs> Award winning actress. This is, this is true. Dude, I hate your work. Just saying. Yeah, well, the Academy disagrees. Yeah, this is this is true. Um, I appreciate you guys being here, uh, mainly because uh, I'm tired today. So I'm going need to I'm going to need to uh, feed off your energy like a locust. Well, today. Also, if you guys are confused because you're listening to us on Spotify, that is Dane. That is Dane. He didn't even introduce himself. Jesus Christ, Dane is here and he's going to uh, in, in, do his Meryl Streep impersonation the whole time. I'm the best actress in the world somehow. Perfect. That's exactly what it is. That's when I I, I was like, I, if I had closed my eyes, I just thought that was Meryl Streep. Thank you, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> I am. I would only be offended by that, by the fact that I'm not that fat. <laughs> You're getting there. Oh, oh, those are fighting words. Emotional damage. You have to do it. Um, Do it higher. I can't. This is. What's higher? Feeling sassy today. You have to do it higher and like right off the more bat. accent like. I can't. Well, that's just it gets more creepy. The <laughs> emotional damage. I can't do it. Don't I love that meme. The L. I, I love that meme though. That that uh, that guy's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that, bro. Even he. I really want him on the fat. show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was just kidding. Doubling down. Dane, can you be our guest coordinator and bring Stephen He on here? I really want to meet him. Who? The guy that Brett made the reference to. The emotional damage comment. That's that's that guy. Yeah, oh, yeah? Stephen He. He's the guy who also makes the videos that it's like off brand stuff and like he made one of Superman, but it's like soft man. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. We'll have to see that. Like I only know him from the memes of like people like getting made fun of and then it says it cuts to that guy and goes, Emotional damage. I gotta see. Yeah, it. it's because like he was making a skit like how Asian parents like emotionally damage yes, you. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. a I there's a I have a friend Nolan who just like that's what he sends me he mm-hmm. sends me his like the stuff he's like this is my parents <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah it's it's fantastic so. yeah uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today there's a, a new photo posted by Joe Manganiello uh, from uh, playing Deathstroke Woo. which I I kind of think is it's more interesting than the photo uh, is what I think this means for marketing which I think Dane will be able to add some perspective to we're going to talk about uh, Elden Ring and uh, an article that I found that confirmed what Dane had said earlier and I thought Dane might want to take uh, his very own tall, handsome victory lap today, even if he is treating me like an asshole. It's fine. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about how cin- uh, the writers at Cinema Blend hate fun, family, rainbows, and anything to do with fans. They really do. Uh, me, and, me and Miracle will talk about Superman and Lois episode uh, six, I believe. We'll just call it episode good because it was the first good episode of the it season. It was really good. First really good. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. Uh, and then we got Podluck. We got a bunch of stuff. So I say without further ado, we just, uh, I'm just going to tell you guys to just stuff it. We're going to get right into it. 
Ready? Woo! Okay. Woo! 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 <laughs> All right. So this is an article from MovieWeb. Uh, MovieWeb is kind of uh, fast becoming one of my favorite uh, places to get news because I disagree with about half of what they say, but they see, they tend to get stuff pretty quickly. They're kind of like um, less annoying. We got this covered. Who is very clickbaity. Uh, but uh, they, they found this thing from Joe Manginello. It says, Joe Manginello's Deathstroke image provokes reaction from the Snyderverse fans. So you can tell already that they, like, what's funny is, like, how much these, uh, the people that write these articles for these websites, they just hate anything to do with Zack Snyder and they hate anything to do with the fans of Zack Snyder. And we've got, that's, that's the reason I want to talk about Cinema Blend in a later article. But what I think this means is this is more about what you can do with just posting a single image these days. So it says it isn't that it wasn't that long ago that Joe Manganiello completely closed down any any belief he would be playing Deathstroke again in the DCEU, but now he has reopened that box of hope just a little bit by updating his Instagram account with a new photo of himself as Slade Wilson, aka Deathstroke. The randomly colored image was used uh, by the actor as his main image, leading him to comment, "New profile pic." Uh, so first of all, that that picture is actually pretty awesome for him I, I actually like that a lot it looks like somebody on a lot of drugs made that for him like in fo using their photoshop for the first time uh i love it i'm here for it i got some opinions about this about okay. what i think is going on okay Ooh. uh so we'll read a little bit more than i want to i want to hear what, you, uh, what your take on it is so it says as you would expect the image led to many hashtags about the snyderverse justice league and even a solo deathstroke movie being posted in the comments and other social media sites where the image was shared by fans of course without any context at all from the actor it was always going to lead to more speculation about where the dc the dceu arm of warner brothers dc output may be heading in the future what is uh, what is your opinion on this, good sir? Do you guys remember when Donald Glover was like making his push to be Spider-Man? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's a Spider-Man called Miles Morales, and they have like, I guess well, like, it a resemblance. Them no, too. It wasn't a push. People recommended him to be Miles. Morales. And actors do this; they lobby for right. roles. I'm pretty sure he wanted it. This mm -hmm. seems this this gives me that vibe. Because uh, for when when Donald Glover was like kind of pushing for that, like what would happen a lot was like quiet, like quiet, no caption pictures of him, like mm -hmm. with like edited, like, basically vague. Book. It's suit. vague booking. <laughs> and this seems uh, this seems like it could be a fan picture mm -hmm. or a carefully constructed marketing ploy to like he's, get that role. He's a very big comic book fan. Like a huge, he's got like he he's posted pictures with like his long boxes of like hundreds of thousands of comics. So, so he's he's a collector. All the more right. Yes. So I I believe this is a an, an attempt to like create some organic buzz to them be like hey there's some excitement around this character and they can do this now because uh because of these uh these studios who found the ultimate out in multiverses meaning that they don't have to actually make any sense uh batgirl has uh jk simmons um his version of uh commissioner gordon which isn't in line with anything else that's going on. Like they're just they're just mixing and matching. They don't have to actually make con uh, continuity sense. So no. theoretically, even though the DCEU version of Deathstroke is no longer active, they could bring him into another project and just explain it away by saying it's the multiverse, a solo film, uh, multiverse, whatever. And what this makes me want is uh, uh, also this the second article here. I'm, we'll we'll go back and forth between the two, but now my pages. Okay, it says uh, this is funny because giant freaking robot who I'm not a huge fan of says 
our scoop confirmed. So they're talking about that picture before, and that this was the change that he made when because they what they did is he was only in uh, like a post credit scene of the original cut of the Justice League, uh, the one that went to theaters, uh, the Joss Whedon version. He was in the post credit scene where he goes on the the mega yacht and talks to Lex Luthor. But then in the Snyder cut of the film, he has a, mo- a more expanded role. They brought him back uh, in the. Um, like the the nightmare scenes uh, of like post post apocalyptic world, uh, I I watched the Snyder cut once. I actually really liked it, but it's just such a time commitment. I don't have the time to watch a four and a half hour movie uh, all the time. <laughs> but I I like him in this role mainly because he's got the he's got the aesthetic. He's really tall. Uh, he's got the the jaw structure, the face structure. He uh, Manu Bennett played him in an Arrow, and I think he did a really good job as well. Uh, they're both like in good shape and could theor- in physically take on the the physicality of the role. But what I liked about this character was that Ben Affleck and him are both such big Batman fans. Like they they did the screen test of this, and what I what they were originally planning from what I remember them talking about. Uh, they wanted to do like an Arkham movie, like an escape from Arkham, mm. uh, where Batman basically has to battle through every level of uh, of the of Arkham Asylum through the various villains that he's put away there. Mm-hmm. A movie about that? Yeah, they wanted That'd that. Be awesome. That was what the the Batman that's coming out today. Uh, or this week, really? which uh, was that was one of the original pitches for that movie Ooh. was that. And then but this is this an old article that I found where it says Joe Manganiello teases Bat- Ben Affleck's abandoned Batman story. And it was really dark. Basically, in this one, it was either that or they were going to do this one where he basically killed everyone in Bruce Wayne's life. He knows who he is and he's just killing everyone that Bruce Wayne knows. Uh, and that would have been a really emotionally taxing and very dark film, kind of like what we're getting right now with uh, the Batman with Robert Pattinson. But it says, uh, well, Affleck is no longer suiting up as the Batman in the upcoming solo uh, superhero movie. His Justice League co-star Joe Manganiello is revealing new de- details about what Affleck's version of the story would have looked like. And remember, that was the one that Affleck was going to write and direct himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's weird about this it's kind of an aside, it's not really relevant or connected, is that I have very strong memories of being really into, like, a lot of, like, uh, pop culture uh, podcasting at this time, and they all seem to just crap on Affleck all the time. I know that you don't like him as that character, but it always... Anytime it comes from these companies... I assume it's more connected to the fact that it's uh, a company owned by ABC, which is owned by Disney, and they just want to be dick dicks about anything to do with the other companies because uh, they don't need to to be positive about something that they don't own. So, I just my, my th- I hate Collider. My thing with the the athlete movies is yeah. like after coming from the Christopher Nolan ones, like the the decrease in quality and like you know seriousness or like screenwriting was like. Well, the, the the I wouldn't say ser- the the Justice League movie wasn't serious, but that wasn't his fault. That was the fault of the studio for making Joss Whedon put in stupid jokes that didn't really land or fit within the context of the film. If anything, I think Snyder's work is too serious. But uh, I guess like going back to the Deathstroke thing, like my favorite actors are the ones that love the source material. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, a hundred percent. So if he's into it, if fans are into it, uh, I mean, give it to him honestly, because. There's room now with a, with an with an expanded multiverse. Let the dude have his. If they don't want to give him a movie, give him an HBO Max TV series. I would be Let's more. Do it. I would be more interested in seeing a Deathstroke uh, live action HBO Max series than seeing like a Gotham City PD like a GCPD series. Yeah. Personally, mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of excited because you remember the cartoon series like. Um, Teen Titans, yeah, like you know how they had Deathstroke in it. So mm-hmm. I kind of want that. Wasn't he called different there? No, he was called Deathstroke. Okay. Or was, no, they called him Slade. Yeah, yeah. But they're was, like Slade. Are you talking about the car- animated? 
Yeah, the okay, animated yeah, one. The, like it, that one was the badass one. And remember they did teen they did Deathstroke in uh <clears throat> in Titans, the live action HBO Max series, mm -hmm. uh played by S.A. Morales. Uh I haven't seen that one. And he's he's brutal in that. Mm -hmm. Uh he's very, very brutal but as a character. He's a brutal character, pretty yes. But imagine they made a series where it's talking about Deathstroke and how he became Deathstroke that we know today, and then he versus the Teen Titans, the good Teen Titans. And they could introduce his kids in, yeah. in that because he's both his kids are uh, what is it? Not Ravager. Um, I forget which character his uh, his kids play, but both his kids are uh, are also in our villains or uh, antiheroes. So uh, it would be it would be very cool. Um, yeah, look that up, please. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, it says there's they're just talking about there's uncertainty they're not sure where this would go but I I think you're right that this could definitely be him pushing to to continue the momentum for it especially mm -hmm. since there really is no reason I don't know if maybe he's doing it because it's perfectly timed around the release of the Batman so the buzz is like up there yep. right now he's trying to ride the news cycle yep so that's very smart of him mm -hmm. that's that's very very smart so of his him. daughter is Rose Wilson the and then her brother half brother excuse me um Joseph Wilson Joe Wilson yes that's yeah. specifically why I think this is like constructive a the number one sign for me was the no caption the number two sign is like the timing yep mm -hmm. the the timing is too perfect mm -hmm. to to have it not be something where it's clearly meant to uh uh, meant to move that and at least i enjoy like from what i remember i enjoyed his his version of him in the in the snyder cut it was very it was very sparse but he looks so good and, and looks go a long way for a character like this because unlike uh, like what they're doing with master chief where they're going to yeah. take him out of the helmet or like what they did with the mandalorian where they take him out of the helmet this character can do both and he doesn't even necessarily have to be in the in the suit the whole time they can do a stunt person for all the action scenes if they need to uh, if it's a time commitment thing so i just uh, want to make a comment about um the whole uh call it um uh, the master chief thing apparent i was talking to somebody about it and they're really into the lore apparently in the books he does take it off a lot okay so it's following along the lines like how in the books like are the books considered canon like with the games it is that a common thing dane the, the books i don't know it depends um who you're talking to but okay. I want to say maybe they're following along the lines with the books. Uh that I think that's giving these Hollywood types too much credit. I I think they're just uh Usually uh, books aren't canon. Like yeah. like the expanded universe for Star yeah. Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh Japanese or role playing games have books and yeah. and it's like to like bank off the fandom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like then, Kino Hearts had their own. Yeah. And they have to like after the Nyam mm -hmm. like, or Red Conum. So maybe he's gonna play a uh, Deathstroke turned Magic Mike character. He was in Magic Mike. I know, that's yes. funny. Really? Well, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He was he was in he was in Magic Mike. He was uh, dancing with Channing Tatum. He was also True Blood uh, in True Blood. So mm -hmm. that's that's where most uh, that's where I imagine Miracle knows him from. Actually Miracle probably knows him from Magic, Magic Mike. Magic Mike, yeah. Let's <laughs> well, no. be honest. Such is life. <laughs> no, I think I remember him from a movie. That's all I remember him. And it's not the Suicide Squad. He was also in a random episode of White Collar that I was quite a big fan of. But uh, that is besides the point. I just he's, remember that chiseled chin. Yeah, he's got like, he's got that jaw, man. It's like, it's actually was, looks like his chin looks like it was designed for that mask that he, for the mask that he wears. Maybe whoever designed Deathstroke was like, I want him to play. Yeah, well, he, and he, uh, he, like I said, he's like, he, I think he lobbied for that character before he even got hired as mm -hmm. it. And uh, I don't know if he's like friends with Affleck or whatever, because I'm sure Affleck would have had like a lot he of. He kind of has a sinister voice for. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which is the most important part because that's usually has a mask on. So yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the voice. Yep. 
All right. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, I, I would like uh, it's a, it's a good if you see more stuff like that happen where an actor can like come back uh, something that they never thought they would get that role again. Like theoretically, theoretically, you could bring back Christian Bale and do more Batman with him. I don't think you should. Oh, yes, you should. Uh, not, he's getting older now. Return I, the I, world to balance. I, I, it's all Ooh, Dane and Brett fight. It's, Let's go. Uh, it's, yeah. it's usually how it is. I'm not. No, I'm saying that I just don't think they should because I don't want them to like. I don't trust the modern writer unless Nolan was to come back and write it. I would trust the writer if um, if Nolan and his brother wrote it. That would be different. That would be wild. But mm -hmm. like, if Christian Bale jumps, like he's like an artiste. So if he jumps on it, I'd trust the direction. He would like he he's a, he's an actor with enough sense that he wouldn't get on board unless it was actually a good source material. He's a super serious one. He's a method actor. Like he gains weights and loses weight for roles. And... Oh, good for you. No, but like extreme, like extreme, like super fat, super skinny. Yep. Really buff. Like he yeah. does anything. Yep. So imagine his body going through all of that. Yeah, well, his body's dude, like, I hate you. He must be. Who is it? John, uh, John Robert Burke or John Riley Burke, who did it for I don't what movie it was, but he lost like it was like the most weight ever lost for uh for a role, and he was like he was skinnier than Bale was in Lawnmower Man. Mm. Uh, so that's wild. Yeah, Wait, dude. he was showing bones. Yeah. yeah. Didn't Joaquin Phoenix do the same thing for the role of Joker? Like he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, his new role, like, he's um, gaining a lot of weight. Matthew McConaughey on the Dallas Buyers Club. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, imagine that, like, all those actors who do the extreme, like... They get sick? Yeah. That's brutal. Like, respect? I respect it, but, like, I don't respect how Hollywood is, like, going at this rate. I have uh, a mixed opinion on that, because it tends to be... Uh, I have a lot of uh, respect for the art form, because it's not easy. Um, anybody who's ever actually tried to get you, if you think acting's easy, um, try and write a skit with a friend and perform it and you'll see how difficult it is to actually do what they do. Now that doesn't make what they do important or, and it doesn't mean that what they do gives them special insight into the world, but it's not an easy job per se, uh, as people make it out to be. So, especially if you have to like move, hit a mark, uh, if the camera's moving as you're doing it, it's, it's not necessarily an easy job. It's just, uh, actors make it very easy to dislike them these days. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you, you always have to be like vouching for a job, which is like horrible in my head. I, I would never want it. Like, that's yeah, like one either. of the things like, uh, I, if, if I had been honest with myself when I went to school, cause I went to school for film. Uh, if I had uh, been honest with myself that it's going to be a career where you're going to have to literally always be looking for work, I'd have been like, F that. I and, want that. and at best case scenario, you have like three good years, you know. And I'm talking, I'm not even talking about from an acting perspective. I'm saying like just from somebody who worked, would have worked behind the scene, wanted to work behind the yeah, scenes, yeah, like uh, editing, cameras, whatever. Cam yeah, like you're always looking for work, so you're constantly unsure of yourself. Got to join a bunch of unions, pay dues. Like, yep, it's wild. Miracle? Nope. I just wanted to make my own clothing line. <laughs> Well, that seems like it would have more job security once you actually get uh, uh, get well known. But uh, yeah. I'm guessing like what one in a gazillion actually end up famous. That's true. Well, I <laughs> wanted to be one of those bizarre artists. Ah. That was my main goal. So like um, I always said this to like my art teachers and art professors, like I don't care how I get my name out there. I'm getting my name out there to sell my brand and sell who I am. That That's what very, I'm willing to do. Very determined of you. Yeah. And I almost did it too. But um, at that point, I was like, um, I don't have enough funding to buy the actual machine because I went on Alibaba before like the president disappeared. Um, 
basically i went on alibaba and there was this um um printing directly to the garmin machine where it had six slots for six shirts and i wanted to do that and my you had to print you'd had to i wanted to package you'd had to do all the that's a lot of work man. i wanted to do it all by myself until i had enough money to buy my own warehouse and like run like my own company miracle the ceo i'm not i just can't picture it like no it just depends how determined i want it yeah okay. i could actually do it it I could still to. happen it yeah. could still happen so you're young as hell yeah. yeah i still can do it and like i have the resources to actually do it if i wanted to now but nah we're gonna stay on timcast okay. <laughs> i'm just joking maybe i might help tim one of these days if he needs help is that stink bug is bothering you dane no it's fine okay it's fine all right uh elden ring Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Let's so this go. this article is what would be a, a fantastic uh, if we could actually get to a wider camera angle. We could actually film Dane uh, taking a victory lap <laughs> around the around the studio. Uh, unfortunately, that isn't an option. So he's going to have to take a metaphorical victory lap in his mind. Um, it says Elden Ring mod uh, allows players to pause uh, pause as director Hide Hidetaka Hidetaka. Mm. You, I, I, you, you try to mess that up. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna. Hidetaka. Hidetaka? Mm -hmm. um, Miyazaki? Yes. Okay. Well, anytime me and Miracle cover, like, anime, I have to, like... Kazu no... And then I feel awful the whole time. Yeah. I I'm mean... like, I'm like, it's not my fault, you know? Uh, it's like, nobody gets my last name right either, so just bite imagine, me. Just imagine the Japanese version of Pop Culture Crisis where they're trying to read Brett and Miracle. They're like, uh, Brett... Uh... Das... V. Well, that, no, yeah, because exactly. like how you pronounce my name, it sounds like milk in English. So like, um, milk or milk? Milk. Milk or milk? That's that is the question. Yeah, and it's funny because like, um, in my Japanese class, they gave me the nickname Milk Chan because um, my Japanese name. I don't want to know where that store what that means, but no, 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 because like, um, basically like how you read English names, you have to say it in like a Japanese like way. So miracle would be miracle. I can't do that. Yeah. So it's like cool. How would you like... say my name in Japanese? Uh, Dainson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's perfect. I don't know, but it's just funny. And like Danielson. Daniel. Respecting some cultures. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there's no L in. Uh, there isn't? No, there's no L in Japanese. So uh, if you had a name like Lucy, they would say Rushi. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because there's no L's and they can't pronounce L's. Like it's a real stereotype. All I'm thinking about is 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 South Park episodes right now. Yeah, it's yeah. a real stereotype. Like <laughs> lots and lots of them. Yeah. Um, We're not being disrespectful. We're just being honest. I'm it's, just saying facts. Yeah. Like um, my Japanese teacher, she had the hardest time saying wolf, because like her husband was like born in the U.S. and like he was like, can you pronounce wolf? And she's like, wolf. Oh, all right. And he's like, no, it's an L. And she's like, I can't do it. What do you it's, want from me? What do you want from me? It's so, like my, me rolling my R's and everyone's like, whoa. I can't do Wait, that. Wait, can you roll your R's? Carro. Oh, man. I still can't do I that. I can't do that. So it says, uh, well, well, Elden Ring's difficulty level is business as usual for most veteran Souls players. There's that term right there. Mm -hmm. You were right. Uh, a lot of newcomers are having issues with some of Hidetaka's. Um, am I getting that right? Yeah. Hidetaka? It's it? he. Hidetaka? Because I is pronounced like an E. Okay, so Hidetaka. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Miyazaki's old game design tricks. Uh, the new From Software game is a is a 
a spiraling open world? I was thinking, I thought it said sprawling at first. Is a spiraling open world that drowns you in an expansive... I think sprawling makes more sense. Yes, in an expansive yet brutal world. After picking your class and game style of choice, you put uh, you are put into the lands between where the only demons that won't attack you are the ones you turn around... Uh, uh, Wait, that won't attack you when you turn around are those you've already those you've already slain. Man, I hate sentences like that. So it's missing. It feels like it's missing a comma, but it's not. I'm just sucking at reading. It says, as with other Souls-like games from Miyazaki, Elden Ring is also skipped out on a pause menu option. You, you're simply never safe when you're playing the game unless you manage to find a bonfire or sites of grace, as they're now called, to save your progress. I died yesterday taking notes for the, the IRL episode. Mm -hmm. they, they were doing the State of the Union, and I was like, the Biden talks about... And then my TV's like... Ch -ch -ch uh, uh. <laughs> That's great. It's a bummer. Yeah. And you felt bad. I did. A lot of users have criticized Miyazaki's new masterpiece for lacking this feature. Though thanks to the modding community, PC gamers now pause their games <laughs> for bathroom breaks and what have you. See, is that, uh, is that something to uh, laugh at? Should they be treated with derision for creating this? I mean, I, I kind of like a pause feature for that same reason. It's like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom. Jeez, like if this I... was a real, if I was really slaying dre uh, demons, I wouldn't be able to go to the bathroom. So you just true. go on the bathroom on but the field. That's the thing about the game. <laughs> like when you equip, just you're... set it up in your bathroom. <laughs> that's that's honestly the the only no. Like, have you seen those... to go? Have you seen those like moderations in like bathrooms where they have a TV above the modifications? Bathtub? You mean? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I can't what, word what, right what now. What did she say? Moderations. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's not even like she pronounced the word wrong. She just used the wrong word. Yeah. I did. But no. Like... I was driving on the low way. <laughs> uh, broken English, be like. Yes. Uh... But yeah, have you seen those mods where like they actually um, put a TV above their um, bathtub so they're playing video games oh, in their bathtub? Wow, that's that's too hard. Seems really bad. Just like, go to a bathroom, dude. <laughs> Take a, just take a quick shower take and then break. come back. Jeez. Yeah. If well, anything, you're probably you don't want to be one of those play, dudes who plays for 27 hours and dies. That's well, know. no, like um, you can get you know those like charcuterie boards or tables. You can get it installed into your like bathtub. Miracle, so, I know you can. Wait, what is that? It just doesn't that mean like you should. <laughs> I had never heard of that until I came to work here. Charcuterie? <laughs> never heard of it until I came to work here. Really? My worldview is expanding. I am blossoming. It's uh, it's fantastic. Wait. I want to read this quote by the yeah. director. Okay, go for it. Which I feel is incredible. So the, the paragraph before it says, As for the game's overall difficulty, Miyazaki, I probably messed that up, recently apologized for fans, but maintained that this is the defining feature of his games, the difficulty. And there's no way around it. I love it. Here's what the creative said in an interview to, uh, with the New Yorker. I do feel apologetic towards anyone who feels there's too much to overcome in my games. I just want as many players as possible to experience the joy that comes from overcoming hardship. Beautiful. We are always looking to improve, but in our games specifically... Hardship is what gives meaning to the experience. 
So it's not something we're willing to abandon at the moment. It's our identity. Mm. And it's definitely their identity. Doesn't this feel like a, a, a strong uh, case against like how like weak the Western world has Souls become? Souls games, the, ga the gaming genre Souls games belong to is the masturbating with a nailed bat gaming genre. <laughs> this is a game for hard people who are dead inside. Okay? <laughs> Let us have something. Okay? Yeah. Dane, you're not dead. But the, but to me, I, I see this, and I'm thinking this is this is such a difference between uh, Western culture and whereas he's from Japan, the the creator. Yeah, no, uh, I'm sure all the world complains about this. This is the difference between. So this game sparked a phrase which is now very popular in gaming communities, which is "get good." Get good. Get good. Yeah. Oh, the game's too hard. Get better. Get good. Get good. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's. I mean, that's a, uh, and this is something that in a lot of the channels that I would watch videos from uh, would do both. Wouldn't just cover comics, movies. They would also cover games. And this was a a recurring problem they would complain about is how they would complain about people complaining about games being difficult. Meaning that uh, so don't either don't play it or don't. They they wouldn't really complain about people. They'd complain about reviewers complaining that the game is too hard. Your job should be to play hard games and get good at them. But like I like that he specified that it's our identity. I love it. Like you get this game to be challenged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like I, I I just can't even imagine. It's like go go into like a Fast and Furious movie and they're riding like mopeds. Oh, that'd I mean, be cool. I would watch that. That'd be really it. cool. <laughs> yeah, like no, imagine they're all we need is family. <laughs> <laughs> no, imagine they're driving the moped and it's like along the side of the building. Like they're doing that side thing. With... Moderately, instead of Fast and Furious, it's like moderately paced and mildly angry. <laughs> moderately paced and slightly peeved. <laughs> I would watch that. I want to watch that now. I I, I kind of want to watch it because like Mickey Mouse shorts, like they did something like that. They've got like a Vin Diesel on like a, on like a, a Vespa. I love how I was trying to make a point and you guys are like, that's actually a great movie. Let's go watch it. <laughs> okay, so keep going. We're just trash. I mean, you're trash. I'm not trash. Well, fuck you. That I, essentially that's the end of the point. It's like, man, I mean, go play Britney Spears pop culture hour for like a, an hour if that's what if you want like hugsies and, and cupcakes. Play a different game. This is a game about slaying demons and becoming like a demigod overlord. It dude. scares me. It'd be hard, you know, to become that easily. It, you know? it scares me that. We live in a world now where even like manufactured hardship that you pay for is like too difficult to like they they can't even imagine hardship that they that they have to voluntarily go find, let alone actual hardship in the real world. I mean, I understand that some people play games for the story. Well, then then there's a million other games you can play. But literally within like the st so you can't access areas of the game without dying. Yeah. It's so inculcated in the game design that they expect you to. Yeah. So and and you don't even see other parts of the game until that actually happens. Yeah. So get good, get used to it. Yeah. Or play something else. Yep. That, that's what I'm saying. And that's fine. You've you got a million other candy, options. You Just can play, play something else. Candy Crush. I'm There's like, so many easy games. Pokemon is like an eyes closed game. Yeah. It's so easy. Well, Candy Crush is like the easiest game. I'm like over level 300. It's it's the most um, entitled thing ever to say that you should change your game to fit me. That's when other people are playing it for the exact reason that you don't want it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like this game is 
I don't know, man. It's like if there's like a redhead festival, it's like, you know what? I'd like there to be more brunettes at the redhead festival. Then it's not a redhead festival, dude. Exactly. Yep. Then we're just having a festival. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why would you change your, your, but that's, that's what a lot of these things are. They, they infiltrate these communities and then they're like, oh, I love it. Just like you. Hello, fellow kids. And then, but they don't love it. They just want to change it and make it into what they want it to be. They're like, you suck. And I think the, the whole like easy mode, like became like, like a popular complaint on Twitter, but I saw the most of the, most of the replies to that thread were a bunch of people being excited, being, beating a boss. That was really hard. It's like, this is impossible. Like this emotion and this joy is impossible. Had it been easy, yeah. Had it been easy, you just been like, okay, next one. Well, it's, it's like a, people are like, yes, finally. Like there's they did it. Strong comparisons in skating where you try tricks that are extremely difficult. Uh, you can do easy tricks all the time, but the point of the sport for a lot of people is that you uh, you push yourself and you do something you're not usually uh, capable of doing or you do it on a, a spot that is much more dangerous than other stuff you're doing. The challenge is a huge part of the appeal to what you're doing. That's why Joe Rogan says about MMA. He says it's, it's like chess with like extreme consequences. Yes. Yep. Uh, a much more physical, physical version of right. chess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You lose, you get your ass kicked. Exactly. <laughs> so... Uh, Miracle plays games, but you like you like games with like more. Uh, you're you're more of a phone gamer, right? I'm more of a mobile gamer, but I do play fighting games a lot. So mm-hmm. like, if I do win around when it's like the hardest boss, I'm like really excited. What's your favorite fighting game? Street Fighter or um King of Fighters. A lot of people don't remember King of Fighters. Because, I love it. Uh, who's your favorite character? Terry. Terry's really cool. Um, I like um. What's his name? It's like Ben. He's like the tall guy, uh, the tall blonde hair. Oh, Benny Maru? Yeah, thank you. I like him too. I love him. Like, I love him so much because every He's time. He's so sassy with the electricity. Hi. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, his cutscene, like, basically when he wins, like, he just pulls out a comb out of nowhere and, like, just does a weird hip thing that you do. He's got huge hair. Yeah, I like, love him. <laughs> He's like. I love him. I remember beating that game once. Once in my life, I was, like, playing that. Um, the Game Boy version, and I beat the whole game once, and it didn't let me save. And I was like, "No, it didn't let me save the way, my game." That I play every type of video game. That's a hundred percent the hardest genre of video games: fighting, fighting games. games. Fighting games are like legit hard. It's like, not even close. Like, there's so much math. You, if if the if there's like forty characters, you have to learn forty matchups, mm-hmm. and they're all different. Well, I love it how, like, um, most fighting games, like, if they have, like, secret new characters, like, you have to unlock it by playing, like, each character. Like, each character has different combos to unlock, like, a new character. And that's what gets me excited. I'm, like, I'm addicted to this. But then um, I also get addicted to, like, gotcha games. Like, the gotcha puns. Yeah, I I hate gotcha games. <laughs> I used to play one, and I'm, I'm glad that I'm not playing it anymore. I used to get addicted to it because I would, like, grind all my money. Like, yeah. grind and make sure I have enough money just to do, like, the 10 slot one. They had a, <laughs> yeah, same. They had a gotcha do, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh game, mm-hmm. and I was such a sucker for Dude, it. Dude, I played that one, too. I was Duel like, mm-hmm. I played that for, like, a hot second, and then I was like, no. And then... You remember that um, Disney game that I was playing that was mm-hmm. similar to yep. Candy Crush? I was super addicted. I had to like basically un- uninstall it myself. She just cr- miracle the the what, what who was it? It was a Disney. 
It was Disney. Disney crack. Miracle was on Disney crack. Um, and had it's like to... a Superman crack. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we're going to talk about Supermath here in like two in like two topics. But, I know, but yeah. like, imagine like legit. I got yelled at because like um I wouldn't put my phone down. Like my boyfriend Charlie was on the other side of the phone. He's like, "What are you doing?" And I I'm stand like... with Charlie on this one. He's like, "What Just are you?" Sweet Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Surprisingly, he knows how to speak French too. But um, he does. Yeah. Cool. He speaks Spanish too. Yeah, he speaks Spanish, Russian, French, Hebrew, um, a little bit of sign language. I believe German also in Italian. Jeez, look at Charlie. Yeah, and he wants to learn. Um, he wants to learn. What are you bringing to the relationship? <laughs> For okay. Seriously. Well, screw you guys. Like he wants to learn Arabic and Farsi. You're and a Farsi. Farsi is a type of dialect in Arabic. He, I think he knows that. I, I, <laughs> Oh, you can learn past two after that, and mm-hmm. you're just gonna become a linguist. Well, like I try to learn sign language to like make Charlie happy. Go like, hey, I know how to speak some. All I know how to say is, yes, I'm sure that's the one. <laughs> it just means what? Yeah, it just means what? A that's ver- all I can say. A very miracle one. Well, I know how to spell my name in sign language. Why? Yeah, yeah. and then like, um, I don't know. Like, how do you I'll- say boats and hose? I don't know how to say that. You don't know anything. I, I told you, I don't know how to say, I only know how to say what and spell my name. Okay. Well, okay. That's it. And then I know how to say the color black. Good list of words, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fantastic. All right. We're moving on. We're talking about uh, the, uh, how much cinema blend in media in general just really hates the internet and they hate Let's fans go. and they hate people and they're just kind of drab, dour, and depressing. I think we predicted all of this. Yes, absolutely. So it says, Johnny Depp and Zack Snyder, uh, a Johnny Depp and a Zack Snyder movie are in the running for the popular Oscars online vote because the internet. Get it? The internet, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, so is Johnny Depp not canceled? Uh, he, no, he is canceled. That's the point of this. They're, they're mad because Johnny Depp still has fans that like him. And when you get canceled, uh, elitist journalists in, in douche canoes like this want you to douche just, canoes. they just want you to go uh, huddle up in a corner and die. Uh, once Yikes. you've been canceled, you're not allowed to to have fans. You're not allowed to uh, make movies. You're not allowed to have a job. You're supposed to just go disappear. Uh, and then when they find out you're still alive, they're like, he's still alive? Why is he still working? Well, does that mean that we have to cancel Disney because they still have like animatronics that look like him? Uh, Disney will, uh, Disney's going to Disney. They're going to make their money however they want to mm-hmm. with, uh, they're going to virtue signal to just up to the point where like, we'll make a female Pirates of the Caribbean uh. movie with Margot Robbie. Uh. Why anybody yes. would want that? Now, if you mean, no, for some reason, can no. she be a mermaid pirate? That'd be funny. Uh, sure. Why? Okay. So, but, but it says, because uh, feminism, who could have predicted this, but everybody <laughs> get it. So it says, uh, when you let the internet make a collective decisions, uh, you are only going to get madness as a result. Madness so we should let result. you cinema blend and all other, I say this, like I- I'm being mean, but I actually use a lot of cinema blend articles, but we should let you, uh, uh, elitist journalists decide everything. That would be, that would be the right. What a hyperbole. Yes. Madness yes. as a result. It says, and yet the Oscars <laughs> somehow thought that doing a fan favorite award with votes coming via social media was a good idea because your vote shouldn't count. They're saying your vote shouldn't matter, and you should uh, you should have to mail your vote by snail mail, or maybe you have to get like a special phone number that you can only get from your elitist journalist friends to vote. Uh, that's what they would love. They would love that. They hate the fact that people like uh, they they don't hate that you like Johnny Depp. They hate that you said you shouldn't like Johnny Depp and you still do. 
Can you believe if people express their opinions, they're different from mine? That's a madness. madness. It's madness, I say. I love that hit of lisp right there. Gosh. It says, now with only two days to go in voting, two of the top vote-getters are a Johnny Depp movie nobody has seen and a movie that is essentially a stand-in for Zack Snyder's Justice League. Boo-hoo. Wow, every sentence is a little snipe it's that a nobody snarky... has seen. Maybe they've seen it, Sna- and that's why they recommended it. Maybe you haven't seen it. And even if they ha- <laughs> and even if they haven't, what does it cost you to just let them? When Moonlight won the Oscar, who'd seen that movie? Nobody. Did- <laughs> Who's well, seen Moonlight here? Well, that's um, I haven't. Me I've neither. Seen- I Have you saw- seen it? I saw the trailer first. God damn, America. But, oh, well, trailer's fine. I saw the America. No, but I'm saying, like, this is, like, who has seen any movie that has won an Oscar in, like, the last few years? No, I don't know. Like, I don't see the Oscars. I saw, Par- I saw Parasite. I, I saw Parasite. Parasite is super good. But the like, rest don't of them, let that down. The Oscars is literally designed to be elitist uh, elitist fodder so that they can pat themselves. I, I said, right. I think all of them want arm lengthening surgery so they can pat themselves on the back better. Uh, so it says uh, they're, ba- <laughs> they're mad that people are voting for Army of the Dead because it's like they're like because technically you can't uh, he can't win for uh, the fan favorite for uh, the the Justice League movie so they're they're voting for Army of Darkness uh, or whatever it was as like a proxy mm-hmm. to the award boohoo the internet's more creative than you bite me uh, the official Twitter account for the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences even the name is pretentious. Uh, released the, the leader. Granted, that's not them. This is the uh, this is the uh, the journalist propaganda arm of the motion picture. Uh, yeah, fight uh, them, Brett. Yes, tell uh, them to go sit in the corner. No, I'm I'm telling them that they sound like uh, elitist snobs. Yeah, go sit in the corner. Uh, re- released the leaderboard for the Oscars fan favorite award. By the way, do you know why the fan favorite award exists? Because nobody gives a crap about your elitist awards anymore. You have lost control of that. Nobody wants to see you pat yourselves on the back. Because movies that people like are madness in yes. this guy's mind. Yes, exactly. So it says, uh, while most of the nominees make some degree of sense, box office champ Spider-Man No Way Home is there, as is Dune and family favorite Sing 2. There some are... degree. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so even that Spider-Man, doesn't make sense. Realistically, mm-hmm. Spider-Man should win this uh, award if we're talking about actual fan interaction because the movie had one of the best social media pushes I've ever seen. But that's not how this is awarded. It's awarded to people who go in and vote. So if Zack Snyder is so uh, rousing to his fans, and I'm not some Zack Snyder fan, but if he uh, embodies something that these people love so much that they're going to go vote for another movie he made just so he can win an award, maybe the term fan favorite is actually applicable and apt. <laughs> For the award, I'm just saying. Oof. Uh, so Tell them how you really feel. I hate, I hate uh, elitist. I, hate, oh, I hate it so much. Um, <laughs> uh, it says uh, there are a couple movies that are clearly uh, that are clearly outliers that are here because of campaigns from particular corners of the internet. Deep, dark, bad particular corners. <laughs> Very <laughs> scary parts of the internet that you shouldn't go to. But That's people are saying. watching movies. He's madness. He's madness. I can't believe we're letting them vote for these. What things. about the Latinxes? <laughs> Exactly. I love that. Can that be like a cute little character that we have? A Dane is not here. Yeah, what's the name of this guy? D- so, 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 Dirk. Uh, Dirk Libby. That this is called a Dirk. This is a uh, madness. Madness, Dirk. Uh, so it says, uh, so they're mad about uh, the movie was called uh, Mini, what was it called here? Minimata, Minimata and Army of the Dead. Uh, it says, I personally don't love Army of the he, he He does at least give like a fair 
interpretation of the movies. I'll give him credit for that. I won't completely trash him on that aspect. It says, I personally didn't love Army of the Dead, though based on the movie's Rotten Tomatoes numbers among critics, both critics and fans, I am in the minority. At least he admits that he's not, uh, you know, he's not being unfairly prejudicial against the movie itself. He's just, he's mad that people like it because, I don't know, because elitism. Uh, that's, that's fine, but the movie simply didn't make that massive, uh, ma didn't make massive ways when it arrived on Netflix that would be on par with this response. Clearly the response he's getting contradicts your statement. Oof. Uh, so the question is, um, did it get more fans or did it get more vocal fans and which one is more important? Uh, is it better to reach more people who are tepid and like your movie, but it's fine? Or is it better to reach a few people who are, uh, vehemently, uh, opposed, or I'm sorry, people who are extremely proud of this work, and for some reason it resonates with them heavily, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Marvel fans are like this too. They love everything Marvel makes, right? Mm -hmm. And they can't wait to tell you how much they love everything, everything Marvel. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Uh, so you're either going to uh, inspire a lot of people a little bit, or a few people a lot. Is one of them any more relevant than the other in this context if we're going by votes alone? Theoretically, the person who inspires less people but more, uh, but more um, intensely, so, so, as, so much so as that they're willing to go and vote, that, I would say that that's just as relevant to somebody who reached more people. I just love because this is like potentially the, the only objective category in the whole yeah. goddamn award show. It's you can only win by by getting people to actually go and vote for you. Right. And, and this guy is like can you imagine that you let people vote for how they want and they do. And then you're mad at them for it. How it's like, dare you? Aren't you aren't you an insider? Aren't you supposed to know that these are the movies that you're supposed to like? It's like, yep. dude, do you hear yourself? It says uh, the only place. So it says. Uh, so it says the, that's fine. The movie simply didn't make the massive waves when it arrived on Netflix. That would be on par with this response. The only place where the movie was a big deal was among fans of director Zack Snyder, and most of them are actually big fans of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Since the Snyder Cut didn't qualify for this award, Army of Darkness is essentially a proxy standing in for it. Imagine being a director who inspired, uh, who made a movie so inspiring to a group of people that they're willing to vote for another movie to uh, get their director an award. I would say that would make him what? A fan favorite. Just not the fans you like, apparently. And it's clearly, I mean, so if this is a category that's going to last for a couple of years, this is an important moment to recognize is like, hey, we would have liked to have this earlier specifically for the, for this type of situation. Yep. Thus, these things are likely to happen. It's more interesting to discuss it as like a social psychological phenomenon. Yes. Than just critique them for, for liking what they like, you yep. know? It says, and then there's Minimata. Uh, this is the most recent film from actor Johnny Depp, and I have no idea if the movie is any good because I haven't seen it. And, I, and honestly, neither has anyone else. Uh, the film has you been don't shown. Know. The film has been shown at the Berlin Film Festival in 2020. Well, that goes against what you did. Granted, I, I'm I'm taking his hyperbolic statement literally, but uh, but it's unclear if the movie has actually been released uh, domestically. It was supposed to go into limited release in February on February 11th of this year, but no domestic box office numbers have been reported. The movie has made just under 1.7 million dollars internationally. Uh, the director of the movie has accused the studio of attempting to bury the movie due to not wanting to be associated with the various legal woes that Johnny Depp has been going through. And whether or that's the truth or not, that is, uh, this is not a film on uh, on anybody's radar. No film at the Oscars is a film on anybody's radar most oh, yeah. of the time. 
Okay. The only good movies, they're always on their wardrobe or something. However, Johnny Depp has a very vocal fa online fan base of people who don't like the fact that uh, a woman crapped in his bed and then got him in trouble with the law. Uh, just saying. Wait, really? She did? Yes. Yes, she did. Uh, Amber Heard is... Um, I have no opinion. Uh, it's literally... It's one of those things where I've seen, like, there's literally... A like, literally, if you go on YouTube or any of these sites, there's literally hundreds of thousands of articles on her. You would have to have all the time in the world to, to go look into this, but the fact of the matter is that both of them were in a toxic... She's the ultimate hot crazy scale. Yes. She, she, she... Is that okay, Miracle? Yeah, is it's that fine. Okay, the, the point, but the point yeah. is, is that yeah. uh, this is... I, I loathe as I am to use the word toxic. It was clearly a toxic relationship for both of them, but only his career suffered. By the way, this is my only seal of approval from Miracle so far. Yeah. Heard. It's because I blocked out. Oh, she's fine. Oh, she's fine. But um, uh, the now point. Now search it up. The point is that they were both awful to each other, but only his career suffered. She, uh, she's still making Aquaman two. She's still playing Mira. She's still all these things, and she's still hot and crazy. But uh, her career has not suffered while his has, and his fans don't take kindly to that. They're not. Uh, fans of the fact that people like Johnny Depp is canceled. Sorry, you don't get to be Jack Spar Sparrow anymore, even though literally hundreds of thousands of kids at hospital, he goes to like hospitals and dresses up as Jack Sparrow uh, for sick kids, and he's like embodies that character. It's like his favorite role to play. You don't get to be Jack Sparrow anymore because somebody who was also awful to you said you were awful to them. I mean, the, the positive thing about this is those goddamn pirate movies are going to end. Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, they're doing a female. They're doing the female. Re they're doing the female uh, reboot, starring Margot Robbie. Christ. I don't want to see pirate Margot Robbie. I want to see pirate wench Margot Robbie. Ooh. Okay, there we go. Okay. Well, maybe she might be a wench. Let us know, feminists, in the comment section. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I just like the term wench. I'm not gonna lie. Cool. Hannah Claire uh, uses it a yes, lot. Yes, she does. Wench. She, yep. Yeah, she uses a lot. <laughs> Needs to come like, back. Needs to come she back. She doesn't like saying "calm down, bitch," so she says "calm down, wench." <laughs> I like that. I love it. I because, love it. Because like she feels like "bitch" is like too strong, but when you say "wench," it's, it's a good middle ground. Yeah, it's middle ground. <laughs> and like, "bitch" is a very complicated word. I feel like sometimes I use "bitch" and people are like "yes," and sometimes oh I use "bitch" is like you want to go to jail, it's, day? It, it's it, yeah. Well, you want to go to jail day women can use it to each other right but we can't use it no at all. okay let me talk about this so yesterday charlie got in trouble with this girl he talked to her once last semester and she came up to him in the parking lot and said how dare you call that woman a bitch and he's like what who like she just pulled out like random crap out of her ass and said that Apparently, he bumped into a girl and called her a bitch. Does that sound like Charlie to you? No. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you tell me about it? And then, like... I've only met Charlie a few times, but that seems very unlike him. Me yeah. too. He hit Chris, uh, Chris's kid <laughs> with a lamp. <laughs> well, like, also, like... um, Solid. He this... didn't hit a kid with a lamp. He picked a kid up and bu a kid bumped his head on a lamp. Don't my bad. Correcting, That's correcting fake, the record. Fake news, my friend. Fake news. Stop defaming him. It was literally 10 seconds within everyone saying, like, wow, Charlie's great with the kids. Boom. Boink. <laughs> yeah, but what happened was, like, basically she had, like, this guy who's smaller than Charlie, and he's like, yeah, you called her a bitch. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you. And he's like, I don't recall calling anybody a bitch. <laughs> I don't recall. It doesn't sound like something he would say. No, and, like, um, legit, she was like, I'm going um, like, to beat you. And he's like, woman, do you see how tall I am compared to you? Yeah. Well, she's taking advantage of the Western culture's uh, fact that she would be allowed to hit him, but he wouldn't be allowed to hit her yeah, back. Yeah, like, he was, like, legit afraid because, like, they're following him to yeah, his car. She can hit him all she wants, and then and, and, and people just laugh. What? 
But if yeah. he but if he hits her back to defend himself, it's a, crime. But, it's a crime. But my point is, like, I'm so upset because like she claimed that he called another woman bitch for like no goddamn reason. Doesn't sound like him. No, and like this is why I hate the word bitch because like people take offense to it. Like bitch is like a weird pendulum. It could be like taken to offense or not. Yeah. It's like a it word. It could be offensive or it could be it's Britney bitch. I want a bitch exactly. pass. Exactly. You want... have my bitch pass. Thank you. Can I get that in writing though? Yeah, I'll write I it. want a printable card that for says. For sure. I'll uh... print it out for you guys. Go like Brett and Dane are allowed to say bitch. Now suck it, fam perfect okay. like i hate it so um, much like i want to laminate it the first I, the first um um experience i had with like this culture that we live in now i still remember this to this day i was working as a, a medical supply I, I drove medical supplies around I, I delivered prescriptions to hospice care facilities i delivered equipment to to places uh and i remember uh i held I, I was going inside a building and i held a door for someone and the lady stops looks at me and says Next time you want to hold a door for a perfectly abled adult woman, why don't you look at yourself and say, maybe I don't need to, and then just walked right past me. And I was like, I would, I was like, I didn't know you were a woman. I, I held the door for a human. B uh, bye. Okay. Did, did you ask yourself though? I like, I hate, I, I hate people like that. I hate it so much because it confuses like people, like just in general, it confuses everybody. Like, I feel like bitch shouldn't be like a word where you pick a We're fight. We're getting off topic here. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just sorry. I, my story to drag stuff. I apologize. Um, <laughs> like, I just want to destroy feminists who think that way. Yes, okay. I just want to destroy them. Like, do you hear this? I want to destroy you if you act that way. So we get we got on this because uh, Amber Heard uh, she uh, Amber Heard got to keep her job and Johnny Depp got fired and made a movie and then now they're mad because his fans want him to win an award for the fan favorite award. But yeah, Amber Heard. Yeah, she's pretty. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, she is. She's uh, pretty. Got it. Um so so <laughs> score one for Dane. The the fa <laughs> so the fact of the matter is is um critics are always going to sound like this. I'm always going to roll my eyes. It is what it is. Dane will you'll have to make that face every time. My soul rolled his eyes. Yeah. My soul's like, ugh. I don't know. I just I don't like it. I don't like their comments. Like I just okay, like, like it's your opinion. Like, should we listen to your opinion if you think that way? Like you're thinking like, okay, I, my opinion's more superior than yours, but why are we listening to your opinion if it's not that superior? I mm -hmm. hate passive aggressiveness. Mm -hmm. Snarkiness. Snarkiness is, should be banned. Well, I, like, what are you going to do with female characters? No, but like, like passive aggressiveness. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. If, if, if she can't be snarky, how is she supposed to communicate with people? Exactly. I feel like passive aggressiveness should be like remarketed to like subtle aggressiveness because it's not like aggressiveness is not passive by nature it's just like they're trying to get aggressiveness in a way like subconsciously trust me i'm from minnesota i know all about passive aggressive is that a minnesota it's a, thing? it's a midwest thing mm -hmm. um you know it's, it, it's it really cute i think it's adorable when midwesterners they don't want to be like she's had aggressive. like no experience with any midwesterner she's making this up really what do you mean you don't know my life uh you grew up in california you yeah. moved here have you been to the midwest much uh, I think so, like past. <laughs> she <laughs> thinks so. I'm joking. Checkmate. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. I actually met some Midwesterners when I used to live in California. 
and like um traveling to florida also they're pretty nice but when they do get angry it's like really funny and i think it's adorable when they get passive aggressive i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you what makes what doesn't make them happier telling them that their anger is adorable uh likely doesn't make them very happy okay brett you're adorable Ooh, you're fired oh <laughs> get out of here okay bye bye have a good day i'm gonna miss her Put the headphones back on and okay. and don't and, and don't uh, they, there's people there's kids watching probably. Okay, here. That, I love there you. you go. That's that's. It means I love you. It's very go. Avril Lavigne of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, her new song um that was released like four months ago. She's alive. The new song <laughs> she's she released four months ago. I believe it it no longer qualifies as new miracle. Is Avril Lavigne still making songs about how she was a boyfriend? Isn't she yeah. like married? He's like, hey hey, I want a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm 36 and I'm still doing this shit. Man, we're clipping that for the for, for, for the internet. <laughs> yeah. can, can that be like a TikTok video? Sure. <laughs> but no, her new song, basically she had Black Bear in it. And like they were talking about like, oh, like you wish you had me. Well, fuck you. Thank you for the F word that we're now going to have to bleep out. That Sorry. was very nice of you. Sorry. But no, like legit, it was like she's the cover art. It's just her holding black balloons and she's wearing like her like skater skater golf girl outfit poor girl we are getting grossly off topic as yeah. usual. um i'm like Sorry. i'm trying to pull this crap back and and i'm just like and then some somehow we went from like uh army of darkness to johnny depp to amber heard to avril lavigne what the hell is next ultimately it's your fault and as long as it is, everyone right. okay. understands that i think we'll be fine yeah. uh, i do apologize for my inability <laughs> to control my my uh baby brain co-hosts who can't hey. stay on topic hey it's not baby brain it's fish brain. i'm just now i'm now switching back and forth to them it's been a very <laughs> hurtful episode I called Brad See, sad. I was actually he no, calls me a baby. What 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 I'm doing here? What I'm doing here is is demonstrating that you don't have to be passive aggressive from Minnesota. You can just be verbally aggressive, uh, and that's fine. At the effect, the more you know. Is it because you're really short and like the only way you can combat? Oh man, is... what are we doing? What are, yes, that's... we're just gonna get into a fist fight. Um, that's exactly it. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate that. We we discussed that in IRL, but the 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 girl who's like men under five seven shouldn't have. Oh yeah, no human shouldn't rights. Shouldn't have civil rights. Like, okay, <laughs> rude. But is that why? Because like women like her like make you extra aggressive, so you have to be verbally aggressive. I'm. I wasn't can't... being verbally aggressive with you. I was being verbally aggressive with Dane. Oh, I took offense to it. My bad. Oh, thank you. Yes, as um, you should. <laughs> I would have to value your opinion to be verbally aggressive. Okay. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we we're guys, kidding. we're kidding. We're 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 joking. No, that we're... reminds me of Futurama episode where like um they were voting. Um basically like Leela was a part of a feminist terrorist group mm -hmm. and like they're they were voting like Go are... on. <laughs> they were they voting they were voting like are they guilty or not guilty? And they said, Well the women judges only get half a vote guilty. <laughs> and guys, me and Miracle do this like once once a month or so we have like a burn fest where we go back we pull back just as we're about to go slightly too far mm -hmm. you know like we're uh, you go you you realize you kind of went a little bit overboard and you're like maybe i shouldn't have gone in bread time a month is every day <laughs> <laughs> so. we're gonna talk superman and lois all right, so Superman Lois, uh, season two, episode six, tried and true. The residents of Smallville could use a break. This is my favorite episode of the season mm -hmm. by far. Uh, Same. By, by far the best episode they've done this year. 
uh, uh, no joke. Uh, did you know that this was directed by Amy Jo Johnson, who played anybody? No. The Pink Ranger in Power Rangers. Oh. Which, um, the very first. Kimberly. Oh. Kimberly. Oh, my God. She's Kimberly. Yes. Yes. So she's uh, she's gotten uh, more into directing lately, which is very cool. Uh, so basically, the purpose of this episode is the first thing we experience is what? Um, uh, we see a fight between um, Bizarro, Superman, uh, and a bunch of um, vaguely defined uh, government agents inside a building. Uh, and then from there, he comes outside... Uh, and he, he has an intra in interaction with Allie Alston. From there, we come back and the kids... Uh, what's next? Then the kids are in the... Um, the kitchen yeah. all the scenes of the of of clark and his family in the in the kitchen are the best i love it because like it actually shows that he's trying to be a genuine dad and he's trying but his... not just him the whole family all yeah. their the interactions that they have at like the family dinner table or in that kitchen are the best of this show can we just write out the cushings out can we do that like can we get rid of the cushions like, also, i don't care for them the the lady who is yelling at general uh um <laughs> The, what I, her name was Hardcastle. Yeah. Um. I just I wrote military mom. She just look, she she's the most unmilitary looking person you've ever seen. It literally looks like a soccer mom, like a an old soccer mom, mm -hmm. and they just put her in military fatigues. It's 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 really unrealistic and bad. What do you define as a military mom? I'm because she's in the military in the show. She's in the military, but she doesn't look like she's in the military. No, she I mean like, in general. I don't. I don't. Like what? she's old and okay, uh, she, she's just old okay. and she looks like a mom. Okay, I just wanted more insight. What do you? We're gonna have to get Hannah Claire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she just looks old and she's got him and she's like she doesn't look like she's ever done any type of PT training in her entire life. She looks like who drives kids to soccer practice and they're like, hey, lady who just drove your kids to soccer practice, we put on these uh, army greens. Uh, and yell at someone as if you're in uh, and there's... smack him in the face yes and, and yell at this guy as if you're his uh, his superior uh, it didn't really make any sense that was like my one downside for the episode uh, they better redeem Kyle uh, I'm getting very the, the, anything to do with the Cushings is the one downside of the show like uh, what's weird about that is I think that uh, Emmanuel Sh Emmanuel Shrieky does a really good job of what of the material she's being given but the re it's just such a drain on the show well okay they just have them because they need ethnic spice. That's I, it. I don't think that's. I. I don't know if that's. They're not focusing on that. They're. They're making it about the fam. About family drama that nobody cares about. Well, they're that's not what the, I'm saying. Ethnic the, spice. Like you need to see it a little bit. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh. Basically, what it is is like it's a whole family of girls, right? It's Lana. Oh, what's the youngest? I always forget the youngest daughter's name. Ooh. Lana and then there's Sarah. I know Sarah. I don't know the the daughter. The other. They never mentioned it. No, they, they, she. I, but it's the, like Tiffany the, Trump. The the the, <laughs> the point is, it's th it's I three girls. It's it's not Mimi. It's not Mimi. It starts with the J. Mimi. I, uh, I don't know. It's three. It's it's two daughters and a and a mom. And the dad is of course a cheating uh, alcoholic who's just a bad guy. They better redeem him. It, Wait, it, doesn't it consider racist because he's like a, a Latin descent, and like they're saying like, oh yeah, he cheats and drinks. Uh, that could, I mean, yeah, I guess if you look at it that way, I didn't really think of it that way. I just think boycott he, CW. It's now. just, a, it's just a, it's just the guys, of course, of the bad guy. In the mm -hmm. first season, it's because he's an alcoholic, and in the so they redeem him, and his uh, he comes around and he becomes a better dad. 
uh, and a better husband. The and masculine then, urge to cheat. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and then in season two, now it's uh, uh, the fact that he's cheating on, that he cheated on his wife uh, and then broke it off when, okay, there's two things that are really unrealistic here. First of all, we have to remember that um, Sarah Cushing did oh. the same thing to her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And the mom said, uh, basically said, he, if your boyfriend does not accept that you made a mistake and forgive you, then he doesn't deserve you. But now she gets cheated on by her husband and leaves him and tells him he has to move out. So um, mixed messages much. Okay, well. Learning a lot. You're, yep, there's a learning curve here. But also the there's sister. There's a learning curve. There's the sister's name, Sophie. But also Sophie. it's because, yeah, because like he inserted. That's what they're trying to say. Like he inserted himself. In... <laughs> Never mind. You're. Dave got it. No, I I got the. I think the, everyone. Got I got the, the reference. Oh. Benson, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, I, I love that you think that Brett didn't get it. No, he <laughs> like, I don't know. He's like staring at me blankly. But like basically, like if you inserted yourself, got it, into like a different relationship like that. Like I think the mom was like, you broke a vow. Okay. Because like she's not Sarah's not married. So if John, if if um Kyle had just kissed another woman, it would be okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird, but like for Sarah's situation, maybe they're thinking this way where like she's not married to this man, so why not? You're still in a committed relationship. That's no, no, mm -hmm. that's that's bull. I don't know. Um, like I'm trying to help them out with this stupid storyline. I hate this storyline so much. They did uh they did they one of the characters that's that I'm really enjoying is Lieutenant Anderson, who mm -hmm. has been given uh he's been turned into this very dynamic character where he uh he's replaced General Lane. General Lane is the one who oversaw Superman's connection with the government. He's also uh Lois Lane's father. Mm -hmm. But he's replaced in season two by uh Lieutenant Mitchell, mm -hmm. who is now doing it, who is portrayed almost universally at first as like vaguely bad because he's uh he's very uh pro-america go figure being a like he doesn't want superman helping out the rest of the world and him and superman are generally always uh at each other's uh they're always fighting or or disagreeing on something back and forth but then in this episode uh after in a previous episode choices that lieutenant anderson um Lieutenant uh, Anderson had made led to the death of two soldiers. He's shown in this episode trying to basically talk to the mom of one of those soldiers that had died. And he kind of, he looks very uncomfortable. He looks very uh, like somber about his actions caused this death. And then, so he's given more, uh, more range here is in like, you're not supposed to look at this and see a guy who's uncaring. He's very clearly uh, feels, um, uh, some type of way yeah. about this interaction with this mom who lost their child uh, to his military action. Um, and then he also backstabs Superman at the end after mm -hmm. they find out that Superman went and helped. Uh... I like that scene because it, it kind of looks like the first scene when Bizarro goes through it. Well, no, it was supposed to be that way. Cause remember mm -hmm. this is uh he's the, he's the mirror of Superman. Mm -hmm. So you see uh, the, the scenes at the end are mirrors of each other. Uh, Superman in the beginning, uh, Bizarro Superman in the beginning fights through a bunch of uh, soldiers to get to Ali Alston. Mm -hmm. And this one uh, at the end, Superman fights off a bunch of soldiers and then gets taken down by uh, General uh, Anderson with a uh, kryptonite bullet, actually. Two. Um, two kryptonite bullets. Uh, that was very good. Uh, I think one of the reasons I realized I liked this episode so much is they limited the characters, meaning that I would be, there was one of the downsides is actually part of one of the upsides, meaning there was no John Henry Irons, there was no Natalie, and there was no Chrissy in this episode. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm okay with that if in the next episode they include those characters again, but then take out three other characters. So you just 
characters get more screen time, more time per episode for each character to flesh out their story. Uh, it works better that way. Uh, the interactions between um, Lois, Lucy, and their dad were really good. Yeah, that uh, was super good. Um, I prefer it a little bit more than the Cushing story. The CG, yeah, the, 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 I think that might be uh, what I like the most about it. It, felt, it feels more uh, directly connected to actual Superman's story yeah. rather than this tangential connection that's way outside of... Uh, whether Kyle Cushing cheated on Lana Cushing, uh, Lana Lang Cushing doesn't really affect Superman, but it, what goes but, on between Lois and Lucy does affect him because he's married to to Lois. But hear out Lana, she's like, "It's you cheated on me over a year." Uh, it was and, like, well, yeah, it was like, she said it's like been over a year, like um, since they cheated because it was during the accident with Sarah. Yes, but when Sarah had her uh her incident, um, yeah. she's uh she was very depressed in past episodes. I think it was she attempted suicide. She attempted yes. suicide. Okay. Um, so the dad realized the error of his mistake, wants to get his family back together. Now here's a there's a trope in these things where when a guy cheats on a girl, right, the girl will blame the woman that he cheated with. Yeah. And they they subvert this trope here by having her interact with. And that trope never always doesn't work for me because a lot of times it's like they cheated with this girl, but the girl didn't know the guy was in a relationship. Mm -hmm. So why would you be mad at the girl she didn't know? Well, it always in, takes two to tango. In so this you have to one, remember that. In this one. The, the girl that Kyle cheated with did know she was in a relationship, but she wasn't mad at this lady, which was very weird. Like, it would make sense to not be mad at the lady if she didn't know that the guy was married. Mm -hmm. But in this one, the lady he cheated with did know that he was married, and, uh, and um, Lana still manages to have, like, a, a conversation with her. And this lady, like, goes to bat for, uh, for Kyle and says, like, you know, he, he broke it off because he wanted to get, keep his family back together. He's a good guy. Uh, and then Lana just uh, ultimately decides that that's still not something she can deal with and that she tells him to, to get out. That was maybe the most unrealistic conversation that they had was, like, nobody goes to the other person's, like... I, I feel like that's a conversation they would have had at home, not at his work. Uh, and the, the way it's phrased felt unrealistic to me, but that's, that's television. Uh, I do think that even though I hate the storyline... Emmanuel Shrieky is so good that she pulls off the material, even though uh, realistically it's not, it's my least favorite of the material they're talking about. Yeah. Um, the CGI and the avalanche scene was really good. Um, the, what I've noticed is that all this show is basically designed around like every scene has like, it's like when is going to be the one big action set piece this episode will be allowed to have because they can only f probably have the budget for about one scene per episode. So the lack of Superman in the suit is a problem still. I will, however, say, did you see, did you see the scene where he's like, where they're like in the, when they're getting ready for the day and he's shirtless? Yeah. Why do they have to pad that suit out? The dude is in fantastic shape. There's no reason to make the dude look bigger than he than he I already is. I think they're is. just trying to like over exaggerate the muscles. But it makes why. his head look tiny compared yeah. to the suit. It, it's it's really weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, I literally said, "Why the hell would you pad the suit?" <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Like, yeah, you never watch Umbrella Academy, but um, they have a character. His character is named Luther, but he basically he went to space, but he almost died. So they. Um, before he went to space, like basically they surgically removed his head and placed it on a gorilla's body. So it looks like that. Like his head is like unusually small for a big body. Yep. 
Uh, also, we have uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. and uh, and Jordan, and that's uh, I just don't care. He's I don't a- care about super meth. I don't care about. Uh, I I just don't care about the kids story. But come on, right the now. super meth looks cool. It's like orange, like, and you inhale it. Yeah, it's like an inhaler. It's uh, it's basically a p. It's like a PC. I'm hoping that like the whoever's creating the the drug ends up playing a bigger role. Uh, in the show later, meaning like whoever's producing it mm-hmm. ends up being relevant to like the overall storyline with Allie Alston down the road. The whole time, it's just Natalie. That <laughs> that would be that would be clever. That would subvert my expectations. Yeah, the uh, whole time it's Natalie. She's like, "You took away my mom." Yep, that could be it. So, so my hope is that uh, if they're going to do episodes like this. Limit the amount of characters and switch off. So if if we get all Cushing's in this episode, uh, but no uh, no Steel, no John Henry Irons, no Natalie, no Chrissy, bring back those three characters next mm-hmm. episode and give the other three uh, tangential characters give them a break. Mm-hmm. Because when the storyline is more fo- when the storytelling is more focused, when more time is given to the actors, uh, I've noticed that even on storylines that I don't like, at least the material is more fleshed out. And I give it more leeway. Mm-hmm. So my hope is that they do that. They try to be more focused with their character development uh, I in hope future so. episodes. Like, legit, Brett and I are not lying. This is, like, the best episode out of season two. Yes. I love it more because it actually does, like, flesh out Superman more and, like, his family. I did not watch Super. I did not watch Supergirl, so I can't compare mm-hmm. uh, Jenna Duane's performance in this to her performance as Lucy uh in that show mm-hmm. but i like her mm-hmm. I, I think she's, char- she's i don't charming. remember her she, character she's, on that show she's charismatic the actress has good uh good screen presence she fits well um because i like bitsy tulloch uh, mm-hmm. I, I forgot she doesn't go by bitsy anymore elizabeth tulloch a lot um so uh and lois i think also uh, i don't know if this is uh just a personal preference lois is at her best when she's dealing with um her family mm-hmm. less so when she's doing the report i don't know if that's just me but i like her stuff better when she's dealing with family issues than i like when she's doing the her reporter do shtick. you think it's because like elizabeth when she used to play on grim she was very like um her character is more focused like focus on like my relationship focus yeah. like what's going on like it's the better good it and that's be. how like you perceive her as a character now in lois very possible uh very possible but she also she plays strong mom very mm-hmm. well she yeah, plays she a very very focused business mom mm-hmm. who can both take care of her family uh when she engages with clark when they argue she doesn't demasculate him entire like he doesn't have to like uh constantly be berated by her yeah their relationship has uh pitfalls and and ups and downs but it doesn't make him look like the bad guy constantly yeah uh so i'm always looking for that type of good balance uh in it and for the most part there was no i think i heard the word uh textbook extremism once that was the only buzzword that i literally keep like a buzzword counter now what's the counter at uh it's uh it's very high for most shows this show uh less so um but, but what's the number for this show i i do i count per episode i don't i don't remember what it was for the other oh. episodes but this one i only counted one uh there might have been a few others but if it's if it's included well enough you don't notice it as well but when you hear a lot of like uh uh you know political buzzwords or stuff you're going to hear on cnn or fox news or mainstream media you notice it because it feels like when the when you hear the character say it I'm picturing like a marionette with like a with like a writer who's like watching the news as they're writing the script, pu- puppeting them uh, saying the lines. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're doing good at keeping the dialogue ever cl- uh, evergreen. Uh, I almost said ever clear. 
that would or be they a... get ad libs and or mad libs is yeah. it mad libs yeah ad- yeah buzzword mad libs yeah uh, the the stuff about the pirates of the caribbean that was cute mm-hmm. uh between the dad and the daughters so yeah. bring bring lucy back more she could uh, she could be a better character uh, if they're gonna bring her back but uh i just there was also maybe it's because there was very little of sarah and i'm just mm-hmm. not a fan of sarah right now dude sarah sucks as a character she, i do not like her the, and the actress is fine at portraying the material she's given it's yeah. just the material isn't good mm-hmm. so I just prefer we don't have Sarah. She had a good interaction with Jordan. Uh, yes, with Jordan in mm-hmm. the school. I, I I didn't find anything offensive about that interaction. Yeah. It felt uh, real. She's she's going through this stuff with her parents uh, and her boyfriend's trying to be like supportive, but she's kind of standoffish because she's dealing with it. That that felt real. It felt uh, authentic mm-hmm. to me. So uh, the actress can do it. I just don't think they're giving her the best material. So I don't know the CW like. Once- it's a CW show, so you have to take all of this with a grain of salt. You're, the CW not... is trying, okay? They're like the little train that could. Uh, we'll we'll see what uh, what comes with uh, with further material. So I'm not watching Naomi, but I've heard uh, I've heard bad things. I don't know if it's as bad as Batwoman, but what can eh. you do? Let's watch Batgirl then. We're not going to. That's we'll watch the movie when Bat when the Batgirl movie comes out. Okay. So, all right. So we're gonna do Podluck. Yay! Podluck. We need Yee. a theme song. Pawluck, okay. Pawluck, and Dan- it's just like leprechauns everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're gonna need, um, uh, we're gonna need Dane to to give his thoughts on Robert Pattinson. Shares how Final Fantasy VII teaches men how to love. So, originally, I loved when you sent me this. I was so happy because, like, this is this is one, if not my favorite video game of all time, Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. And that's he, why I sent it to you. I know, and he's trying to explain to Zoe. Kravitz, yep. Why a lot of young boys fell in love with two characters in the game that are called Aerith and Tifa. Okay, Tifa like or Aerith. I uh, I've okay, literally heard so both. In the f- in the game that we got in the U.S., the translation was Aerith. Yes, with an S. With an S. But in the other so version, my whole life I was Aerith, 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 Aerith. But now that they have like voice dialogue, it's Aerith. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's the one. So Aerith. And he, he says that he, he's like mm-hmm. cognizant of that distinction. Yep. So he's but, clearly a fan. But yeah. the problem I have with like video game players, even myself, is that when we're explaining the plot of games, we overly simplify them for other people because they don't care and they don't have the time. So we he's not going to imagine. He, he, Zoe Kravitz isn't at home playing Final Fantasy VII. Right. Even the remake. And so he's explaining these two characters as one as, and I'm trying to quote, is like the, the healer that like heals everyone. And the other one is like a scantily like dressed one. And yep. that you're in love with both of them. Mm-hmm. But like these characters are so much more complex than that. And, and, and I want to take a second. We'll to, read the quote first. So people sure. know what you're talking about. Uh, it's a love triangle where Eris, she's like the really kind girl who has a superpower to heal everyone and make everyone better. And then Tifa, she's like a sexy little thing who's a thief. She's not a thief at all. And wears a short skirt. And you're like, I can't decide. And then Eris, right at her peak, she gets killed. This is how every guy figures what love is. I don't know what guys he's interacting with, but right. I I no. did not figure out love through somebody dying. Okay, so where she gets stabbed. Okay, so in the game, in the game, you have a fl- the the protagonist is called Cloud. 
he has a flashback to a, a scene where he's talking to his mother and his mother says you're so handsome why don't you have a girlfriend he's like mom like stop it and she tells and the mother tells him you should get an older girl that takes care of you because i'm worried about you you're like a soldier you're like always like in battle like yada yada so Aerith, so tifa is his like hometown neighbor mm -hmm. that it's grown up with him so that's one aspect of the love triangle Aerith is kind of like what his mom recommended for him is like an older woman that takes care of him but like ironically he's her bodyguard like they, they have like yeah. a little arrangement because she helped heal him so like, you be my bodyguard but she takes care of him in like an introspective way that most guys don't get from anyone. Mm -hmm. From anyone. No one asks guys how they're doing. No so one. So there's a lot of context right. from this. So like so like you Tifa is this one girl. So this is a so the protagonist is a soldier that's going through some like psycho PTSD where he has some killer migraines that like take him out of the moment all the time and he's like ah and everyone's like dude are you okay and his best friend like seeing him go through this and she's seen him like stretch the truth out of stories and make shit up and she's like okay so she's kind of like monitoring him and seeing like he oh he goes about all this so they have like like a very like mm -hmm. romantic like it's like um, girl next door relationship mm -hmm. but Aerith she was in love with a soldier he died and so like she's working through her traumas through him as he's working through his traumas with her so that's that beautiful part of the relationship where they're both they're both known as he's known as a standoffish standoffish character but through her he grows soft and he he learns to how to open up to everyone mm -hmm. even tifa who's like mm -hmm. his best friend and and he uh, that openness gets her to confront him and like, hey man you've been lying and exaggerating all these things are you okay and so there's so much depth to the the romance and he only says it's like oh one's hot and the other one heals the yeah. world which is like stereotypes and i can see her getting like annoyed again by like you know like the manic pixie um manic pixie dream girl dream girl and like her being like oh god another one of these but it's actually like a super complex and beautiful romance. And I wish, I mean, and he's in an interview naturally, he's not in a pop culture show, so he can like go into like all, all the nuances. Yeah. But yeah, that is why some guys will learn, I guess, about romance through Final Fantasy because mm -hmm. like- Well, he, it's also the storytelling is really good and you submerge yourself into it. Right. And like, a, I felt heartbroken when like, basically she got stabbed in the back by Sephiroth. Yeah, she she gets murdered and like he he gets possessed in some games and he hurts her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like he loves her and like he he never like he's a really reserved guy so he like really she's the only one that gets anything out of him. Like mm -hmm. any sort of like do you like this or don't? You have to express yourself. Yeah, yeah. it it kind of explains like when you fall in love for the first time, you love this person so much, but when you But you're not good at loving. You yeah, know? And like he's a you kid. don't you don't know how to love yet, and right. like, basically, he should have explained it this way. Like, it's like falling in love for the first time. Like, you have this healer, you think she's the one for you, and you're gonna stay with and you lose her, and you lose her because it's either she dies or like you break up, and it's like a tragic breakup, and you don't know how to cope with it. And but then you have the girl who's always been with you, right? 
and like they know what you're going through you have who like, empathizes with you yeah. that's like oh man this i kind of have a crush on him but this mm -hmm. girl like gets him to open up in a way that i can so in a way like even yeah. just uh, out of it's respect like a platonic for that. love right it's a no, platonic it ends up being romantic but yeah. like that's but the at, beauty of it yeah. but at first it's like platonic like they've mm -hmm. been best friends for a long time like you have that kind of friend where it's like mm -hmm. it's so platonic like um you basically can say things but then you have that special someone who you can open up even more there, theirs was always like a hint of romantic because yeah. there was like a promise for take care of him and one mm -hmm. him take care of her and whatnot but it's that it, like it's this whole journey mm -hmm. right and so that's why final fantasy like the storytelling is Mwah. it's beautiful that's why it's my favorite genre it's my favorite series of video games and mm -hmm. it's why i like uh, tv shows mm -hmm. and video games as the, the superior form for telling stories mm -hmm. a you interact with them and it's a show don't tell because cloud's not like oh Aerith, you helped me open up with my emotions he's not he just starts talking more mm -hmm. you know and you've been 60 hours with the guy mm -hmm. listening to him talk about anything mm -hmm. and like knowing that in the beginning his response to the thing is like dot 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 like i don't care man i like it and mm -hmm. like from that to like apologizing to everyone and things like that yeah that's the growth so yeah like that's why i prefer like final fantasy like storytelling because it's like so in-depth like it's kind of like you're reading a visual novel like have you seen those like the light novels yeah. where um, japan produces sometimes which has like really good writing and these are really complex mm -hmm. characters essentially they are like eco-terrorists yeah. as they're as they're being labeled by the like the press and and the world is like essentially uh all the like uh what's it called when corporate corporations like own the government fascism i guess it's it's like a it's like a fascist state where like there's an energy company that essentially has created so much infrastructure in the world that to to like gain like socio-political power they frame people as eco-terrorists mm -hmm. when actually their their intentions are noble so it's a super complex game in terms of story and character development and how mm -hmm. they grow and i think it's it's really beautiful, honestly, to see such a mainstream guy, especially like a guy that's in all these like romance films, right? Yeah. So like so many girls fetishize him and that he like his background in romance is kind of similar to us like geek dudes. So I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. And it's it's beautiful that he like got that out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I just wish he had like flushed that out. Well, he should have like especially because i didn't like he didn't have the time he just he gave he, a, ba a sure, very yeah. basic i'm sure or he might have even done it and they just chose the quote they felt fit the best i'm a, yeah. I'm, you know i'm just upset at, at like the, the again like the point of view like oh guys just care about the, the manic pixie and the girl mm -hmm. with a huge you know what yep well like that's why <laughs> i wish like he described tifa better because yeah. tifa is so much more than just a girl wearing skippy outfit yeah she's the rock of the group she's mm -hmm. like the moral like stability and plus like i love like um how everybody cosplays as her because like i'm like yes that's beautiful she's my favorite mm -hmm. like uh, in in the game tifa uh, i don't know which one was your favorite final tifa, fantasy always no final ah, fantasy sorry. game six six oh okay. six seven nine okay um which one is the one where they actually drive cars now 15 I, 15 okay also I, really nice that one is really nice because i like the story because like i was following their um it's a it, bromance it's a bromance so basically i was following their youtube channel because they had a whole anime series for it mm -hmm. and like i fell in love with it because like 
basically he's the prince but he doesn't want people to know that he's a prince like he's very humble but he's kind of like cloud where he's kind of to himself and like um basically his servant who wasn't his servant he became his friend like he just bumped into him he's like Mm -hmm. sorry and he's like i want to protect him and he like lost all the weight and became like this op man who like just um i believe he fights with a sword right the blonde kid gun gun my bad prompto yeah and then he has like a bodyguard and then like the guy with the glasses i'm like oof i love him yeah man so this this store this series more so than a lot of video game series mm-hmm. pulls you at the heartstrings mm-hmm. yeah final fantasy 9 i wept at the ending what was the ending again i don't wanna i mean spo- i mean it's 20 years like go after yourself if, yeah if you're crying about spoilers mm-hmm. so the game begins with a play yeah and essentially you're you're a band of thieves mm-hmm. and you've been given the objective to like essentially kidnap the princess yeah by creating a ruse in in the kingdom mm-hmm. of like being a, a big play which the queen is going to yeah. watch and everyone's going to watch and then while everyone's distracted you're actually going to kidnap the princess mm-hmm. the reason why you're kidnapping the princess is ultimately you're the good guy because yeah. it's like a foreign kingdom like hiring you because yeah. the queen's insane and it ends with the character, the protagonist, you think he's dead, but he yeah. reveals that he's a character in the play and like they meet and embrace and it's beautiful. But uh yeah, so this is a this is like a, mm-hmm. a series that like really like pulls you by the heartstrings and the emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's a really nice one. Yeah, and then like my favorite supervillain and supervillain. What's I your mean, favorite F Final Fantasy? Um I remember growing up with six, but um I was introduced to Final Fantasies through the movie. You remember that um, yeah, animated yeah. movie? That was the one that I kind of fell in love with because it kind of, like, I know it's... I can't watch it. I know, I know I it's trash. You mean uh, the Final Fantasy VII one? No, 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 the one okay, in, yeah. in, like, early 2000s. That never happened. <laughs> well, I like it. I, I like it because it had one of my favorite characters, the guy with the red hair. I forgot what his name was, but, like... I never watched it. Like, oh, okay. I can't, like, out of respect. Well, like, I liked it, but they had a moment because um, I think they had their own, like, Tifa kind of character, and she kind of died. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, stink bug. Um, basically, like, they had their own version of Tifa character, and, like, she's dying, and he's like, please don't die. I actually love you. And she's like, sorry, bro. I'm dying. F. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm out. It's like it made me so sad, but then like they revive her at the end. She's like, "Do you actually mean it?" And he's like, "Yes." And like they kiss at the end. And I'm like, "Oh, this is so cute." That sounds horrible. I, I oh. won't watch it. Yeah, it sounded horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did everything. I mean, <laughs> trying to explain shit. something that emotional, uh, even if it is, it's very hard to do. I read it. Yeah. Like that's it. Um, I do want to get your guys' opinion real quick on. Uh, did you guys watch the final Morbius in the final? I did. Uh, I liked it. And did you like that one better, or did you like the Fantastic Beasts trailer better? I like the Morbius one better. Yep. Uh, really? I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Fantastic. I Beast, love Mads, just... but like still. Uh, all it Fantastic Beast just feels like Harry Potter knockoff. Uh, I do love. Well, I I know, but I'm saying like they did. They haven't like the music evokes the same context and everything like that. I do think it's funny how J.K. Rowling is literally uncancelable. Oh my god! Uh, like the, like I thought they would at least leave her name out of the advertising. Nope, she's her name is is front and center in there. She keeps trying to alter like the the timelines for everything. She's like, well, actually, uh, they, Harry and Hermione ended up together. It's like. 
They, no, they didn't do. Shut up. Like, the, they talk about the Grindelwald duel with Dumbledore being a retcon because mm-hmm. uh, within the context of the books, the the the, uh, the duel would have happened in like four, in like nineteen forty five, like around the end of the war. Uh, and uh, instead, in this one, they're younger, so it takes place earlier on. Uh, it's funny to me because uh, I I can't believe that we talked Johnny Depp earlier. They recast yeah. Grindelwald, and I love Mads Mikkelsen, but I love bleh, she she let. She let me down when somebody like her, who's constantly being canceled, uh, had to go in and not support Johnny Depp, who is being canceled for far, uh, far less um, as far as like his being. Basically, he was accused of something that nobody could ever prove. And then we found out that the stuff between him and Amber Heard was uh, a bunch of back and forth and it was never what it was. And he lost out on work because of that, though. I guess it's possible she didn't have a say in the matter. Uh, I Warner Brothers could have been like no and put their foot down. But as far as I know, she's like the last author to have real, true, creative control over her over her material. You know, now when young adult authors write books, they sign over just about everything as far as rights to the to the publisher. I don't think this is uh, like a hill, the hill she wants to die on. You know, no. Johnny. The- well, that's stupid because uh, if she expects other people to, uh, you know, tolerate her opinions that go against the public grain, Johnny Depp being accused of something that they can't prove uh, and then him get, being in a back and forth with somebody who was clearly just as bad to him uh, in a relationship that was mutually toxic for both of them isn't a reason to fire someone. I don't know. I think it's consistent because like the thing that she gets canceled for is women. And all mm-hmm. like women things and like, but she stood th- by him through the fir- through Beast Two, and then it just kept happening. They just can't win. Uh, I I agree. I think the Morbius trailer was better. I do worry that they've shown way too much of the movie. Um, no, they didn't. I I cringe at uh Jared Leto now. Why? His his Joker was like so so bad that mm-hmm. I think it literally disqualifies all his body of work. He, oh. even the music. It's like you're done. I oh. don't know anybody who listens to 30 Seconds to Mars anyways. That was the Wait, band, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, the movie reminds me of like, I felt like I was watching 2002 Daredevil when I saw this. I, I love it. It feels, and I'm not, that's not me saying that 2002 Daredevil was a good movie. I'm saying it was simpler times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like a, a movie from another time, and I like that. Uh, I think they've expanded on um, the Vulture character, uh, the Kevin Costner's character. I think he'll be in it more. I was surprised. I didn't even recognize Matt Smith when I first uh, watched this trailer um, being uh, the Doctor Who. Uh, that now makes, what, three p- actors who have played do- uh, the doctor playing bad guys in, in in movies like in marvel movies I, uh, I think eccleston did as well and i think um uh also uh purple man was played by david Tennant. purple man well kilgrave yeah kilgrave is the coolest name for a character ever um so i'm uh i'm excited to see morbius i wish they would have uh, i don't think they needed to make another trailer uh, i really don't so that movie's coming up quick that's just uh, less than a month away Mm-hmm. So that will be April 1st. I'm guessing that we'll have uh, the Batman dominating the box office up until then. For and, sure. And tomorrow we're going to do uh, one of the things we're going to cover is like final box office predictions for uh, for the Batman with it uh, coming out this weekend. So, Sorry, yep. like stink bugs are like attacking me now. They're, they're out to they're out to get you because you were mean to me earlier. So the stink bugs have uh, have rallied in my defense. No. Good for you, Brett. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, get a bunch of bugs that are tiny and meaningless to attack me. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Exactly. Yeah, no. Uh, you good? Yeah, I'm you good? good. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
right. So, uh, Morbius definitely probably. I'm I'm just not interested in that Fantastic Beast. I'm not really. I'm kind of excited for it because I want to see like all the creatures. That's why um the first movie got me because like the creatures that they had in it Fe- feels like they're trying to make a Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> I, I love the Fantastic Beast. Thank I th- I you. I thought it was very entertaining. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, I don't like the Harry Potter movies either. I, I like the books so. Okay, oh, we'll the the movies the movies took advantage of the fact that people actually read the books. Like yeah. if you watch the movies and hadn't read the books, they'd make no sense. To the you. fifth, my my favorite book was the fifth one, and I then I saw the fifth movie, and they didn't have any of my interesting. The, parts I wanted. The, the fifth one, Mo- or, for Order most, of the, it's the fourth. I know, Goblet of Fire. The Goblet of Fire is the one that most uh, even for me, I fall into that qu- category. That and two, I, I love the I love the earlier books as well too because they're more simple. For me, it's the fifth and the maybe fourth, but like fifth, one hundred percent. The fourth works better as a book, not a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was awful because oh, the movie was great too. Of the fourth one, I think it was the best movie. Ever. No, no, I, 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 it just it, it, there's so much missing from it. That, yeah, I mean that was my problem with the fifth. Yeah, yeah, like there's just so much missing. So, uh, the Fantastic Beast movies don't don't pull me in, but we'll watch, we'll see it anyway. So, mm-hmm. I do love them as, as much as annoying as it is that the music feels just the same as the Harry Potter movies. I love that score. So for sure, that's uh, that's hard to. Hard to hard to knock. Yeah. Uh, visually, it's pretty, but uh, I just it's still weird seeing Mads playing that character after. I like Mads, but I can only. I He's only... the best villain face mm-hmm. in yeah. the business. I think I'm gonna go watch Casino Royale when we're done with this. I I want to rewatch Hannibal now because I miss his role for that. I want to watch it now because it's super. You guys good. talking about it? It's super good. Like um, basically, it gets frustrating for a little bit because like they're literally playing cat and mouse in the whole show and like finally he's like i'll let you in a secret you've been eating humans yep <laughs> i mean they were cooked humans so it's not like yeah well that makes it better yeah well there's a lot of theories about human meat it tastes like pig that's why um human meat if you if you read like books they describe human meat as long pig thanks, thanks for that i didn't Sorry. catch dean i tried to switch to the camera to dane's face with the face he made after she Gross, said that dude. and i didn't i didn't get it quite in time but it was it was exactly no, that's what like books are saying about human meat but like um what books are you reading god this t- today has gone in some weird direction <laughs> yeah. so, there's gonna need to be some editing in today's episode. Well, this is the multiverse episode well also i I didn't read those books, but I watched a film theory where he talks about Wally and they're secretly eating each other. Like, Soylent is actually made out of ground-up uh, human meat. Fun. Oh, yeah. Wally, it's ruined for you now. Lovely. All right, guys. Well, thank you both <laughs> for being here. I, I appreciate it greatly. Dane, thank you, as always. Uh, you. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? You can follow me at Meryl Streep. <laughs> uh, that is, that is... Wait, is that really her handle? I don't know. Miracle, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? I don't have social media because it rots your brain. She is correct. And if you want to rot your brain with me, you can go on Instagram and follow me at Brett Dasovic. Uh, for the show, please go to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like the videos. Leave comments on the videos. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell you to ding the bell for notifications because I have too much pride for that. Notice how I still fit. I will. Do it. And then after that, please go into the description box, uh, which has the link to the Spotify playlist. It has every episode of the podcast, start to finish. That is the best. 
best way to watch a show. It's it's where you catch all these interesting interactions that aren't part of the segments on the YouTube version. Uh, if you don't watch it on Spotify, you can also find it on Amazon Music, on Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora, and on social media. We are on Twitter. We are on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore Show, and you will make Dane very happy if you follow us on Facebook and on TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis. And we will be back with another episode tomorrow. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.